It appears the trickery worked as last week's entire episode played through without clipping at the end. I know the realization of missing my extraordinary closing pieces was an eye-opener. Uh, more like an eye-roller. Hey, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Today brings us a dumb birthday game from March 3rd, 1995. I found this an enormously entertaining show that has a little bit of everything in it. Because of that, I'll go with titling it Junk Drawer Radio. The players. Russ. The very affectionate Val and Needham. Kevin from Dorchester. Ed from Melrose. I'm in the studio. Jim Frawley is producing and playing in studio and suffering from mic confusion. And Jack Hart with a solution to a radio conundrum that was being discussed. The birthdays. Emilio Estefan. Uh, no, no, uh, Emilio Estevez. Wait a minute, Gloria Estefan? Close, it's her husband. Ah, forget it. Chastity Bono. Her name sounds like the title of an adult movie. And we're off. The attractive woman in a different kind of way, Catherine O'Hara. Barbara McNair. Then we move on to March 6th. Still playing the part of a meathead, we have Rob Reiner. Then Ed McMahon and Norm really gets a kick out of Ed's resume. And we close with Tom Arnold. Other mildly useful stuff. It is rumored that Norm was curmudgeonly the first half hour, but has brightened up since then. My stash of woodsman weather sticks. Old time radio with Norm playing all the roles? Chin whispering. The story of a bright man. <clears throat> who wears two hats and may be very interested in what Norm has to say. Star-studded cameos by George Burns, Fred Allen, Arthur Godfrey, Jack Benny, Casey Kasem, and Lionel Barrymore. The mystery of being simultaneously appeased and aggravated. Lisa Gibbons gives Ken Newman some airtime. Observant TV talk show points. The letter Y is the cousin to the other vowels. Buying the movie rights to Norm's wonderful stories. My other answers. Mumbling birthday formulas and bathroom breaks. Bad company polluting the minds of good kids. Publishers Clearinghouse and subscribing to every magazine such as Woodworkers Monthly, Alaskan Antler Collector, Magazine Subscribers Monthly, and other wonderful periodicals. Horsequestrian Crossings? And loving your fisterish. You know what I'm saying, my butchkala kananoma. Episode 128, Junk Drawer Radio, slides open to your ears now. Hello, Norm. Uh, this is the first time you played the game, I guess, huh? Yes, it is. Okay, all you have to do is, uh, I'll give you a few clues and stuff, and you just have to guess how old the person is. Have you heard the game at all before? Yep. Okay, so you, you don't need all that information. You understand that if you come the closest to guessing the most number of uh, birthdays, then you win a, a junkie prize. Yeah. Okay. And people who won junkie prizes over the past few weeks, I've been very bad about getting them out, but they, they will be out within the next week and a half. I figured out how to work my typewriter and stuff. But that's a whole other thing. Let's go to uh, Val in Needham. Hi, Val. Hi. Boy, thank God you're a woman with the name Val. You could have been a man. I oh. thought. I thought I, I'm seeping into the twilight. I'm, I'm, I'm something. I'm dropping into the twilight zone here. Oh, Val, that was was that you doing that? It was really nice. Yes. Oh, I thought you needed it tonight. <laughs> Such I, a curmudgeon. Well, yeah. Well, I was just a I thought it was just a curmudgeon the first yeah. half hour. So yeah, I thought yeah. since no, then you, I you I, brightened up. I think I've been charming since then. I've been yeah. really charming. Yes. No. <laughs> You've never played the game? Yes, 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 years ago. Oh, years ago. And okay. I won. What? Then, okay. And she still hasn't got her prize. <laughs> Did, have you gotten a prize? Did you get something? No, yes, I got my, uh, no, I have my, my um, hickory. Um, oh, the weather stick? The weather stick, that's how far back. Remember those days? Oh, gee, we, we couldn't figure out a way to package that without a thing breaking. I think that. only about two arrived unbroken. Yeah, well, did really? You, oh, did, my, mine um, came in beautiful shape, it, and, and it worked. That's uh, one of the two. Did you, did you, did you predict, uh, you were able yes. to predict the weather with that? Yes. You know, it moves up and down according to the the um, moisture, I guess, in the air. Pardon me. <laughs> okay, that's, that's it. You know, and it, when it rains, it gets wet, so you know it's raining, you know. 
<laughs> and uh, and when it's windy, it blows in the wind, so you can tell when it starts to move yeah. that it's windy. Very good. You know, well, I, I still have some at home. That's right, because you somehow you worked a deal with some weather stick manufacturer. No, we had them. Those came out of like the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The bowels of the prize closet here at BZ. Oh, the uh, in the promotion department yeah. area where they had a lot of swell stuff. We gave away. Actually, yeah. it was wonderful. Um, it was fun because it was a conversational piece. I had it out. Um, where did you get that piece of crap, deck. Val? Pardon? That, that's what they would ask. <laughs> if I win, I want another one. No, I don't know about getting another one. We have some other junky stuff for instead. Oh, all right. Okay, because we've replaced that with some other really tripe stuff. Okay. I know you'd be thrilled with that. We have Kevin also. Kevin is going to be playing the game with us. Kevin is in Dorchester. Hello, Kevin. Hello there, Norm. And hello, Cano. Norm, I have a suggestion. Okay. Um, I think you would bring a whole new aspect to WBZ if um, on Saturday night, if you could do like two hours of old time radio. Yeah, see, we can't play that because we don't have, I know this sounds silly when I say it this way. We don't have a, a license, a music license, and the music license also covers dramatic stuff, you know, and oh. spoken things like spoken uh, things that are on on the record, like a Bob Newhart tape or something. Right. Uh, that kind of thing. Also, if I played two hours of that, I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk stupidly and make well, a fool of myself. You'd have three hours left, right? I suppose, one. I suppose I could, uh, yeah, I suppose I have yeah, three that's hours. not enough time. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. forget it. <laughs> no, yeah. no, maybe one day, maybe one day I might do something like that. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but, but I appreciate that. Would you like to hear old-time radio? Oh, I love it. I love it. Even uh, though you're out in low because low, um, they, they have an old-time show out there. Yeah, WCAP. Somebody yeah. called earlier and mentioned that. Right. Yeah, now, because you're a young guy. How old are you? I'm, I'm only 23. And you got a kick out of all these shows that uh, were on years before you were born. Right, I do. Um, yeah. Well, I've been listening for about 10 years to uh, to talk radio and of all kinds. Um, and old-time radio is one of, one of the things I like. I enjoy. Well, that's great, because I like it, too. I, maybe maybe there's some way we can do that. I, I would really like that. Yep. Okay, let's talk with Ed, uh, who's a member of the panel also. Ed is from Melrose. Hello, Ed. Hey, Norm. How are you, babe? Hey. Well, pretty good, babe. What do you say, babe? What do you say, huh? <laughs> is that pretty hip I'd talk? rather listen to five hours of you than old-time radio. <laughs> <laughs> I do my own time. You see the dilemmas we're faced with, with the controversy every every decision makes. Although I love old-time radio, but I, I, I love you, too. Okay, thanks. Maybe man. we can listen to five hours of you and old-time radio. That's right, too. What we could do is knock off the first five hours of the news uh, from 5 until, what, 10. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Would that be okay? I'm old-time radio all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take that up with uh, Brian Whittemore. He's very, he's very interested in my opinions and stuff, so he'll probably listen and, and probably care what I have to say. Yeah, he's the program and news director. He's a he's a bright man, and so he wears two hats. Norm who, he would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is yeah. he still working around here, that old poop? I thought he died back in the 50s. <laughs> he would cry <laughs> poignantly. Well, considering who you are, and you came from somewhat of that era, and you're on the air now, so it is kind of listening to five hours of old-time radio. <laughs> That's right, too. I, I am Mr. Old-time radio. That's right. <clears throat> get, a, get a load of this. The temperature here is 52 degrees here in 1951. That was old time. I don't even know what that. I don't, I don't understand what that proved. Okay, let me uh, let me mention some of the panel members who are actually here in the uh, studios. So Tony Nesbitt, you have heard. Hello. And that's Tony, and he's playing the game with us. And uh, Jim Frawley, who's a producer here at WBZ, also is playing the game with us. How you doing, Norm? Hold on just a minute. Why am I not hearing you? I don't know. Can you hear me now? No, if you're talking to either one, one microphone instead of between the two of them, somehow that works better. I'll just sit up. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's really nice. Are you really a producer here? You don't know which microphone to turn to? You're going, you're talking. <laughs> which explains a lot of what happens on the air. I, I think so. <laughs> I hope Brian is listening now so he knows it's not always my fault. See the one okay. that signs the checks? Don't, don't add lip. First of all, be here for about... About a year before you start to add lip. Okay. That's always the best bet. Okay, let's go to uh, Jack. Jack Hart. Hi, Jack. Howdy. How you doing? I'm well. 
Hey, you know, I was. Would you would you turn up your microphone or something? Why, why is everything going crazy here? I don't. How's that? That's better. Yeah, that's you good. Know, I was just thinking. I've got a compromise worked out for everyone. Now you see, what you can do is take the old time radio tapes and edit them so that you can like insert your voice uh, to answer like uh, you know say say uh, say say the. The, the robber comes up and says, uh, you know, uh, uh, give me all your money. And then, you know, edit it down so that you come in and say, I'm thinking it over. You know, that's not a bad idea. I could no, no. We do the Jack, I do the Jack Benny role. Or you can do anybody. You could be like, say, the Gracie or George, for example. Or yeah, like, you know, I could say, I could do, a, yeah, I could say stuff like, uh, so uh, tell me, uh, Gracie, how's your mother? How's your mother? How's yeah, your brother? Yeah. I could do that too, yeah. Yeah. Or I could do a Fred Allen, like, uh, uh, King for a day. Oh, Queen for a day. Yeah, I could do that. But I could do Fred Allen. I could be. Well, let's take a walk down Alice Alley, okay, Portland? <laughs> could do that too, yeah. And, we, and then the other voices, <laughs> and then you edit in the other voice. You yeah. see, so that, that I could do my Jack, my my Arthur Godfrey too. Yeah. Uh, Tony, I wonder, I wonder who is on the lineup here on the program this morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> see, you see, everybody is appeased. You, you know? know, he just did that now. So is that part of it? Well, yeah, yeah. Not not only is everybody appeased, but they're all aggravated too. <laughs> Incidentally, before we go into the game, now that you met the members of the panel, were you watching the Lisa Gibbons show the other day when your cohort there, Ken Newman, was on? On Lisa Gibbons? Oh, you didn't know about that. He was talking about that last Saturday night. Uh, that he had already taped the show. She was she had a program. Lisa Gibbons, who I think is one of the one of the sexiest ladies on television. I really want her so bad, Lisa but she's too young. Which show is Lisa Gibbons on? Lisa. Lisa. It's called Lisa. It's a, stay oh. till they all use their first names. I was going to use that for mine too. <laughs> Uh, like um, like Monday, and they all end in a vowel for the most part. There's a Sunday night. For example, Sunday we're having of a, a Gary Katz, author of Death by Rock and Roll: The Untimely Deaths of the Legends of Rock. Sunday night on Nauman. <laughs> well, you know, I was gonna. I almost got a show, but uh, you know, they thought that it was going to be a thing about changing tires. <laughs> Jack Hart. <laughs> no, just Jack. Jack, you see. I see. Well, you know, Jack is, I see, sure. But you notice how they all end in vowels for the most part? Rolanda, Geraldo, Lisa, Mary Lou, Ricky, Jerry, sometimes Y, A-E-I-O-U, and sometimes Y. And Even Donahue. Donahue. And then you get Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah. Sally. Well, Sally, yeah, that's a Y. But a Y is sometimes considered a vowel, or at least a kind of a cousin to a vowel. You know, you ever watch You ever watch Gordon Elliott? Does he have an Australian accent? What's that accent? He's a big guy. He reminds me of a jovial Rush Limbaugh. He sort of looks like a big, heavy set guy. And he talks very loud. Well, today we're going to find out who's left their husbands and who's committed murder on their babies while they're still in the cribs. Huh? Ooh, what a show, huh? I'm Gordon. Well, he does it with, a, with an Australian accent. I know the name. Yeah. I haven't seen the show. Do you, you suppose we could go to Australia with an American accent, get hired? Or do we only hire people from other countries? Do they hire us? Oh, no, they'd love us over there. <laughs> what kind of, what was that supposed to be? <laughs> well, anyway, just just to get back to Ken Newman just quickly. Yeah. We'll be talking with him. We had tomorrow, I guess. Um, he he had proposed to his 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 uh, fiance by no, doing a movie, which he showed on I guess a drive-in theater screen, hmm. and he took a lot of shots of her. And she didn't know about this stuff. Oh, wait a minute. What kind of shots? Hmm. No, they're just the headshots <laughs> and stuff. No, just the, you know, okay. she's sitting there. One to the left, one to the right. <laughs> yeah, okay. And now he's, now he's, fl they're flashing him on the screen during the break in the, in the, uh, in the movie. And he's proposing to her, and she's looking, wondering what's going on. But anyway, that was all out with, the, on the Lisa Gibbons show this past Monday. He Is talked it? about that too with us last Saturday night. What so was the show? A whole show on proposals? On, on yeah, odd history. ways people got, oh, you know, so proposed you it, you know, different, different kind of interesting ways people proposed to their fiancés. So you mean he proposed to her to the tune of, let's all go to the snack bar. <laughs> <laughs> Only 10 minutes before you get, uh, you'll be closed down uh, for your chocolate mints. 
stuff like that, <laughs> stuff of that nature. Oh, but it's funny because I was watching and I was not answering the, my telephone at home. <clears throat> and later on, I played back some messages and there were people like, apparently you've forgotten that uh, Ken told you he's going to be on Lisa's show and you missed it. Oh, you're missing it. He's on right now. But I was watching it. That's why I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> Isn't that an interesting story? Would you like to buy the movie rights to that? Could you <laughs> only, that show, <laughs> only if you can show it through an intermission during a drive-in yeah. show. Well, way too on cable. <laughs> okay, anyway, it's time to play the dumb birthday game, and certainly that's an exciting prospect. But, however, we've run out of time. <laughs> okay, today today's the birthday, and today, of course, is March 4th, of Emilio Estefan. That's Estevez. an interesting thing. Estevez. Yeah. That, that, that's the what? Estefan. Emilio Estefan. Is it Gloria Estefan or Emilio Estevez? Well, whose birthday is it? No, Estefan, it says here. Is it Estefan? No, it's Estefan. You said Emilio. Emilio, yes. Estevez. Estevez. He's the husband of Gloria. Oh, we thought you were talking about Oh, I thought, it, I thought I was talking about the same people you thought I was talking about. I thought I was talking, talking about, about the, 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 the Sheen family. Yeah. Did you know no, that? no. Are you talking about Gloria's husband? Yeah, let's forget that. Who cares how old he is? No, I just I saw Emilio Estefan. I kept thinking of yeah, uh, the other one, the other person with a similar name. Did you know that March fourth is the only date that's actually a command? March fourth. <laughs> See, when you have to repeat it for emphasis, it kind of spoils it. Well, we sort of caught it. I missed it the first time. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, how about the chastity bono? Oh. Not that chastity, wow. but this is the daughter no, no, the of a previous marriage of Emilio Estefan. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that, you said, how about the chastity bono? It was like, how about the chastity belt? So I was like, yeah. what's the chastity bono? Is that a new item? <laughs> sort of Latin for staying celibate. <laughs> That's right. She's the daughter of well, Sonny. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> She's the daughter of Sonny and Cher. Yeah. She had her own band ceremony. She did? I didn't know that either. The title, yeah, she had a, she had a, uh, her own band called Ceremony. Yeah, but something wasn't right. R-I-T-E, that's oh, very good. Right. I explained that too, which I'm, uh, which is really, I didn't need to. The title of their first album was Hang Out Your Poetry. Hang Out Your Poetry. <laughs> Chastity was the title of a 1969 movie written by Sonny in which Cher starred her first uh, solo film. And, uh, boy, that gives an interesting picture of chastity, doesn't it, huh? Uh, she's residing in the Where Are They Now file. I think so, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll start with you, uh, Russ. What do you think? How old do you think Chastity Bono is? Uh, born March 4th, this very day. Hmm. Well, I think Sonny and Cher would be about the same age as my parents. So I'll say that she is... About the same age as you, huh? Yeah, about 25. I'll say 25. 25, okay. And Val, what do you think? 28. 28. Okay, Kevin? 27. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was really nice way he did that. 27 <laughs> with a goo goo googly eyes. Uh, Ed? Uh, first of all, her name sounds like the lead into an adult movie, but... Uh, <laughs> and not the lead in it sounds like the whole title is not it raw sex blazing across the silver screen see chastity bono filmed <laughs> in a closed studio anyway I'm sorry what did you say I remember when she was born and they were holding her up when they used to play together on TV yeah so I remember those days uh, gee whiz I would say 27 27 okay and uh, Tony I'm going to have to say, I got you 25, <laughs> babe. Babe. <laughs> it was so beautifully done. You like that? I think I'm going to retch. <laughs> retch is a medical term. I don't want to talk over your head. It's all right. I'll, I'll stand up then. <laughs> Jim, what do you think? Jim Frawley? 25. Oh, 25, okay. And uh, Jack? 24. Oh, my other answer. 24 was your other answer. It, it really was. I'm telling you the okay. truth. Well, it, it, uh, it, uh, you actually were closer and wouldn't have won had you said 24 because she's 26. Oh. oh. You're old today. So uh -oh. nobody said 26, but we, no. had, we had three 25s, Russ, Tony, and Jim. And we had one at two 27s, Kevin and Ed. Jack, you loser. 
Jack and Val were the only two, and they were very close, but they uh, they were a little too far off. So we had uh, five winners that round. What a wow, what a team wow. this is, huh? What a way to kick off the game, huh? Oh, this is really so exciting. I think I'm going to throw up. Uh, Catherine, I'll just give you a couple more from this day because not too many well-known people born here, except for Emilio Estefan. <laughs> How is Emilio? Remember Emilio? Emilio Morata. He never calls, never writes. Oh, what a bum. <laughs> yeah. The school bought him books, and this is what he does to you. Oh, how about Catherine O'Hara? Do you know that name? She's a, yeah. she's in the films Beetlejuice, Home Alone 1 and 2, and Nightmare Before Christmas. And she was also a cast member of SCTV. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, I love that show. What? Who did she play in Nightmare Before Christmas? It must have been just a voice. Because that was obviously a, an <laughs> animation. She's actually a cartoon. She was the puppet <laughs> on the left, but that was an optical illusion. Yeah. No, I mean, what character did she play? Come there. Jack Skelton. I don't know. <laughs> I guess nobody can answer your question, so aren't you ashamed for asking if she played the female lead? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Jack. She what played is... the Christmas tree. <laughs> Catherine, uh, oh, uh, Catherine O'Hara, how old do you think she is today, Jack. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. An attractive woman in a different kind of a way. Yeah. What do you mean a different kind of way? She has only one eye and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the, left ear is, the left ear is down on her chin. Uh, <laughs> uh, but nice if you like guy, kind of that kind of thing, <laughs> well, she's a real turn-on. <laughs> Uh, honey, let me if whisper. If you're into circus freaks, you know, yeah. hey. Yeah. Let me <laughs> whisper into your chin, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a classic beauty in that sense. But, no, but there's, uh, there's, but there's something definitely attractive about it. Would you call it exotic? Nah, that's, no. that's too, too much. No, uh, pleasant, I think. <laughs> wow, that's a turn on. <laughs> Boy, is she pleasant. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> she's, got, you know, she's got a nice personality. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to take a shot at her age by any means, Jack, or am uh, I just interrupting this? Let's see. But I wouldn't mind taking a shot at her if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's, um, there's that Chastity Bono thing again. Um, <laughs> I have to say that she is, uh, 40. 40. Okay. And Jim, Jim Frawley, what do you think? I'm trying to picture well, it, Home Alone, the mom in Home oh, Alone. Oh, it was the mom. Yeah. All right. Then I know exactly so how, what now, she, now you know what she looks like. She's 41. What would you say? Would you, what kind of look would you call it? Pleasant? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, nice. I really, I was one of the few people that hated that movie. Yeah, I hated it too. Oh, it man. So it, I, that would that would taint my whole view. I don't want to pass judgment on the woman. Okay, so, so you're four. You I'm going 41, for 41. 41, okay. I'll try and, to come up with an adjective. And Tony, what do you think? That's what I was going to say. 41. 41 also. Okay, Ed? Uh, 41 sounds good. 41 <laughs> sounds good. Her as a barmaid in Southie. <laughs> You you what say that again? I thought she's. A, I think I remember her as a barmaid in South. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And she's hoping. Uh, she's hoping that uh, they can't get much yeah. more attractive than that. Yeah, and she's <laughs> she's a she's in the movies only because she can't. She lost her job as a barmaid. She's she lost the hoping, accent. Yeah, she's gonna quit the movie as soon as she gets her job back here. <laughs> and that was a hilarious bit of routine. I'm glad I yeah, said something that. else, Norm. Yeah. Yeah. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> okay. You guys are so mean. <laughs> oh, I'm not mean. Come closer. Let me show you how unmean I am. Let me speak into your chin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? I'd say 42. Just 40, to be different. 42 to be different. Okay. And Val? 38. 38, okay. And what do you think, Russ? I'll bid high and say 44. 44, okay. Actually, 41 is correct. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, so we got Ed, yes. Tony, and Jim. Uh, all have guessed the 41. That's the first time I've had two in a long time. Yeah, you got two, <laughs> and you, tell, you and Ed and, uh, and Jim. Uh, all are leading the pack, and one apiece from Kevin and uh, Russ. I'm glad to see the medication is working. Thank you very much, Jack. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a tough one. Uh, Barbara McNair, do you know that name? Oh, no. yeah. Fine vocalist. She was on the Mitch Metal program with Leslie Uggams and Diana Trask oh back God. in the 60s. Was it's kind of funny because she's a very hip lady, a very attractive lady. And uh, saw Leslie Uggams and Diana Trask, and Mitch Miller's program was so square. Yeah. 
But he had some some very sharp vocalists on it. I could figure out why they'd be on there, except that they needed the work, I suppose. There you go. <laughs> Wasn't she also Mannix's secretary? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. It doesn't say that here. She had a variety hour with little talk and lots of music in 1969 and 1970. And, of course, the uh, the Mitch thing was before that, if that helps you figure out her age. She, uh, Barbara McNair, I used to play, uh, maybe this is another clue, I used to pay, play uh, songs by her. She She's a fine singer. Uh, back in 50s and 60s, when I was doing Sounds in the Night over WHDH, uh, I, you know, I thought she was enough of kind of close to being a kind of a jazz-flavored mm -hmm. singer, and a, and again, a very very attractive lady. Okay, let's start with you, Kevin. What do you think, Barbara McNair? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Okay, and Russ? I'll say sixty-three. And uh, Jim? I was going to go for much younger, but I don't know who she is. So let's see. 67. 67. Okay. Uh, Val, Barbara McNair, what do you think? Um, 69, I think. 69. Okay. Uh, Ed? Uh, I'll go with 67. 67. And Jack? 61. What do you think, Tony? I'm still trying to figure something out here. Hold on. <clears throat> so 69 was a variety hour, eh? I think she made a couple of appearances on Hogan's Heroes. Oh. oh. As what? As what one of the... Uh, as a... Uh, no, she was like a, a chanteuse uh, in, in America. Yeah, she was from America and uh, went to France as a singer and then was sort of working for the Nazis. But uh, what's his name there? The... Uh, oh, the... Uh, what's his name? Bob Crane? No, no, no. No. Uh, Kinslow knew, had known her from Detroit. So she wasn't Burkhalter's sister. No, no. <laughs> that was Kathleen Let me Freeman. Say. Uh -huh. No, we didn't know this. Tony has formulas to figure these things out. Yeah. No, just a speech while thing. While he's figuring it out, I think I'd like to go to the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of time to do that. Oh, all right, 70. <laughs> I know he's got to settle. You're all that. awful. You're all way off. She's really? 56 years old. Oh, wow. We had said you were playing oh, music over in the 56. 50s and 60s. Well, well, she was in her, she she was was in her teens and early 20s. Uh, yeah. She was good. Obviously, I didn't. No, she was very, very young. No, I'm with that. I think Jack Jack was the, said 61. He was the closest. Wow. And he, was, he was five years off, but that's closer than anybody. What the hell's wrong with you, Jack? Jeez. <laughs> okay, so well, Jack, know. Jack. now everybody has scored except Val. I know. Well, for heaven's Okay, we're going to go to Monday, March 6th now. Okay, Monday, March 6th. Because you have very few other people outside of uh, Amelia Amelia West. Estefan were born on and this day. <laughs> Rob Reiner was born oh. March 6th. Okay, let me tell you about Rob Reiner. So you didn't know he won two Emmys for his role as the meathead on All in the Family. <laughs> of course, he's the son of Carl Reiner. He directed Sleepless in Seattle. And uh, North, oh. and a whole bunch of other stuff. That what was that one with the uh, the band? The band. What was that called? Um, oh, oh, Spinal Tap. Spinal, 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 Spinal Tap. Tap. Yeah, which was a funny movie. And he, didn't he do Princess Bride? Yep. Yes. And Stand by Me. In fact, he's got a movie out right now. I believe he's got one out yeah, now. Um, Chastity Bono. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's. Does he have a new one coming out? I understand. No, he he's got. He's, yeah, he does have one. Newman. You know, he has, he has one coming that's out now, I think, or will be out very soon. Oh, no, no, he's, uh, no, that's Ron Howard. Sorry, wrong movie. Okay, now how old is Rob Reiner? Let's start with uh, you, Russ. What do you think? I will say 40. 40, okay. And uh, Val, what do you think? 43. And Kevin? I think he is a very meaty 48. <laughs> Meaty or needy? No, meaty. See, he was known as Meathead. That oh, was the me play on those words. Yeah. See, he's been listening to this program a little too much and listening to Tony and Jack. <laughs> and he's been getting into bad ways with bad company. <laughs> he's a good kid, but he's in bed with bad company. I wonder if one day a parent will say he was the bad company and he polluted all those good kids. Anyway, Ed, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to give him a 4 7. 
Gonna give him a four seven. Okay, Tony. Yeah, that's what I just came up with using my formula. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna stand by. Uh, 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 47. 47. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jim, what do you think? I'm going to go with 50 even. Ooh. 50 even. Okay. And Jack? I'll say he's a glorious uh, oh. Oh. 46. 40, 50 is actually correct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow the so meat transit. Jim, no. Jim hit it right on the button. About <laughs> <laughs> oh, 50 years old. Wow. Yeah. Older wow. than most of you thought. That show was on 23 yeah, 20. years ago. I mean, mm -hmm. he was 30 on the show. Very good, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the new math? Yeah, okay. I'm using the new math. Monday, the uh, 6th, is also the birthday of Ed McMahon. Mm. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is correct, sir. <laughs> Okay, Ed McMahon, have you noticed him lately? He's seemed to have lost a lot of weight. He looks uh, almost sickly. I think it must he be caught up off the couch. He's got, <laughs> he's, got, he's got that new Maybe wife. He's got a new love affair. I think, well, he's just got married again, again? not long oh. ago. No, I mean, not just, but over the past. Oh, he has the same one, two or three. Years. Last Tonight Show gig, hasn't Well, he actually yeah. has to work now. And I'd like to know the dentist who made his teeth. That way I can avoid him. <laughs> this and uh, he and Dick Clark, of course, do that uh, American Family uh, Publishers. Yeah, the publisher. Uh, American. American. He doesn't know how to say American. So, uh, American. American. Yeah. Okay, because they both look like a couple of chintzy people on that commercial. <laughs> I started filling out those forms. I think I told you that once before. Uh, I got the yeah, thing so and I thought, well, why don't I just try it? I'll see. Yeah. So I began, you know, putting the star next to the circle here <laughs> and pasting this on there and putting the clip inside the envelope that came in the little slot. And it took me half the day to try to figure out how to do this thing. Plus, I subscribed to two magazines, which is really what they want you to do. Yeah. Never mind filling out anything else. Just subscribe to the Cockamamie magazine. But these were two magazines I wanted to subscribe to anyway. So I went through all of this. And then you start getting all these letters after a while. In big type, it says, uh, Mr. Nathan, you have won $1,273,000,000,000. Then in small printed up there, it says... If you can, if you fill out this form, one day you might hear us say, and then comes in the big print, you have won the rest of it. But you're so far behind in your mail that you mailed in like 1987s <laughs> I recently. Know and the thing is, is the magazines you got, they sent you the 1987 issues. Well, I got uh, Liberty, <laughs> the Liberty magazine. I got uh, several of the uh, Life magazines from the uh, 40s, the yeah. war years. Yeah, with well, Reagan's picture on it. Yeah. Well, not Reagan's picture, not in the 40s, no, no, no. I think you're a little out of touch, fella. But in any event, each time you had to do when all was, this... When he was acting. Well, this was even before he was... No, I guess there was no time before he was acting. He was acting for <laughs> but anyway, I began filling out the rest. And then I thought, this is inane. I kept getting more and more letters... Then I, the letters continued even when I didn't fill out anything. Well, you have been narrowed down to 743,000 people are now in the finals, and Mr. Nathan, you are one of them. But did you notice that they threaten you? If you don't order a magazine now, we'll cut you off our list. Well, they, they suggest that you don't need to order. There was somebody on one of these uh, talk shows uh, that he apparently was addicted to this thing. His wife came on and said <laughs> she gets, she's got 8,000 magazines. She subscribed to everything. And uh, he was asked, have you ever won anything? And he said, kind of sheepishly, no. But he's hoping, and he's still doing it. And, and he, he got addicted to this thing. So he subscribed apparently to everything. I didn't think there were that many magazines that they had going for him. And now you see him roaming the streets just looking for those things. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Woodworkers Monthly. I love that magazine, although I don't have time to read it. Architectural Digest. Architectural Digest is good. Better, <laughs> homes, better Homes and Gardens is nice, although I live here in Bronxville, so there seems to be no point in that. Anyway, but I live vicariously through that on the Smithsonian Monthly. <laughs> magazine Subscribers Monthly, yeah. Alaskan Anter Antler Collector. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Racing Monthly. That's right. I collect old TV guides. Left Tire Weekly. 
There is a there is a magazine for people <laughs> who collect TV guides. Yeah, I was just joking. Really? No, I mean I'm, jo no. I'm joking. No, I'm joking too. As a matter of fact, it has every show yeah. ever that was ever put on television. Yeah, on that it has there are two other additional magazines because there are a lot of soap opera digest magazines, mm -hmm. including one called Soap Opera well, Digest. There's also one on a dumb birthday game uh, by biannual. <laughs> comes out here. The highlights of this program. They can make it's a, a very thin magazine. Yeah. yeah. Equestrian. Uh, equestrian is kind of nice because uh, for a guy who lives right in Malden Square. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, you can go out to the country yes, and rent a horse, I suppose. You know, but this guy subscribed to every magazine in the book, and I mean, it just was kind of, it's kind of funny. You, you mentioned equestrian. Yes. Okay. I, I recently went to get my license renewed, and I happened to be looking through the handbook of rules of the road, and they had the pictures of the signs. And they had a picture of the sign with the horse crossing the road. Yes. With the rider. Yes. Now, you figure you'd say horse crossing. Oh, that's the horse crossing sign. You know what they, they, they called it? No. Equestrian. Magazines oh, just right. Equestrian crossing. Right. I'm wondering crossing, would right. I flunk my driving test if I didn't? Uh -huh. <laughs> it's that's funny because on, on, on the street I live on, there are those signs. Yeah. Only it just shows a picture of a horse. I don't think it's oh, maybe there's a difference then. If the if you get the horse, it's a horse crossing. If the horse and a rider, it's an equestrian crossing. Excuse me. Let me Let's ask see. you an equestrian. Pardon me. <laughs> well, stop horsing around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ed McMahon. In case you've forgotten, that's what we're saying. Okay, let me tell you about Ed McMahon. After these uh, these uh, things here will help pin down his uh, age. He began by selling pots and pans and vegetable slicers on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, and, and the stuff he's doing now is like the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. He, he broke into. <laughs> I, I probably was a peddler up through the Midwest selling shoelaces and old socks. He broke into TV in 1954 as Johnny Carson's sidekick. He broke into that was his first role? Yeah, you know, Johnny Carson's sidekick on a daytime quiz show called Who Do You Trust? It was I remember the debate on that. They didn't know whether to call it Who Do You Trust or Whom Do You Trust, which was grammatical but sounded kind of a little... Staunchy. He actually started on a uh, radio station to the north of Boston. Actually, he was on WCAP in Lowell, I believe. Was he not? Mm -hmm. I believe so. Because he, he lived with an ad of his in Lowell. Uh, but he broke into TV. This is 54. Who do you trust? And he got arrested. He was on the... Uh, you know, your sense of humor is really cockamamie. <laughs> and uh, he was on the Tonight Show from 19... You're, you're dealing with real wits here. You're dealing with Tony. You're dealing with Jim. You're dealing with Jack. With Val, all these people. So you have to be careful now. You don't want to be, right. look silly because we're professionals at this. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know why I made that speech. I, I don't even believe it myself. You know, I always end up at the end, of the, at, the, at the bottom of the list. Would I be the wits end? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, he was on the Tonight Show uh, from 1962 to 1992. Is that right? 1962 to 1992. Yeah, 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. 30 years. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> uh, that's incredible. 30 years and, and that's incredible. five wives or something like that. Yes. He has also been involved with the TV. That's right. He's got he's got children that range in age from 83 to two <laughs> months old. <laughs> Some bloopers and practical yeah, jokes. He's too. got kids that are older than he is. <laughs> Anyway, he's also been involved with the TV show Star Search. Oh, God, I hate that. Oh, I do, too. And bloopers and practical jokes. Yep. I, think I, think, I think Star Search is one of those practical jokes. Didn't he, in <laughs> fact, invent the word spokesmodel? That's right, too, because they just... Where do you learn these facts? They just because they just had women at, at first on those things. Now they got men on yeah. the model, too. And who wants to watch them except, I suppose, women? <laughs> I remember he came to town about a year or so ago. We had him on the yeah, show. We, we were talking about it. And I was saying, uh, the dancing, I said, you know, the dances that you have on there, those are really not, when I think of dancing, I think, you know, Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, I think, you know, nice, graceful, kind of lovely dance, ballroom dancing, something. You got a bunch of acrobats. They twist and they turn and they jump and they leap. And I don't see anything beautiful about any of that. Is it impossible for young people to dance in a graceful, lovely, beautiful, romantic kind of way? Yes. And he said, up your nose, fella. <laughs> he, he agreed. No, he did. No, he did, he did agree. Yeah. He agreed. And he said they were looking for those people. I haven't seen Star Search lately.
I can't. I just cannot watch that show. Yeah, it's kind of awful. And they have a comic comes on. He has to make himself or her so funny within 12 seconds. If you don't get 19 laughs, then go. The singing part of it is great because, you know, here they are. They, they hit the high note and they walk down center stage and the audience claps. It's, <laughs> you might as well just write it all down. And here we go. Formulate now. Walk well, the whole, the whole thing is so formulated. Oh. It's true. It's like each show you, you see looks like every other show you've ever seen it. On. They're all kind of like reruns. Even the new shows are look like reruns. Although well, it does have the lovely Martha Quinn now. Oh, oh yeah. Is, you know, these, these people who are hosts on MTV, how do they get to be so popular doing nothing? Well, this I, Kennedy woman, remember this? Uh, yeah. She shows up everywhere. And what she got something going that I'm missing? Well, she's... Um, Neither She's got a tattoo of uh, an elephant for the Republican Party on her. Oh, on that's her, on, her, on her hip. Yeah, she's apparently quite conservative. Yeah, she's really? she's a Republican. Yeah. Well, Martha Quinn is just delightful. Oh, I see. I always had something for Martha Quinn. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Everyone was after what's her name, the blonde one, years ago on MTV when they first came out. Who was the blonde one? George. 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 <laughs> what was that, Jack? <laughs> no, I have no idea. You're talking about Jack. Will know. It used to be J.J. Jackson, Martha Quinn. And uh, yeah, I, uh, Nina Jackson, Nina. Yeah, that's it. Nina, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, whatever her name was. They all were for her. I wanted Martha Quinn. Mm -hmm. What about the, uh, the uptown, uh, downtown? Julie Brown? Yeah, there are two Julie Browns. This is the one that was on the show. I like the other Julie Brown. The other Julie Brown, the, the kind of the scatterbrain. Yeah. You've always, you've always liked women who are below you in intelligence. Yes. You kind of like to subject <laughs> them to your... Well, that way you can make up words and they don't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can call them names and they have no idea. Yeah, baby, I love your fisterish. <laughs> oh, you say the nicest things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Butch Kalakane, Oma? Okay, Ed McMahon, let's start with you, Jack. How old do you think skinny old, dilapidated, uh, over the hill Ed McMahon is? Skinny old. I noticed I never said away. that to him. I never saw it said that to him when he was on the program. Yeah, I hope he's not visiting his heart. Remember I told him how much I enjoyed him on the air and everything like that. I, I really, I really bothered, scraped. Oh, hypocrite. I know what I really am. Actually, the thing that did impress me was that he remembered everybody's name that he spoke with. And somehow or another, that, that just kind of struck No, actually, he seemed like a very nice man. He really did. He seemed very, very nice. And he was... Uh, uh, you know, for a guy who's got the, the notoriety, yes, I he was not at all pompous. I thought he was a genuinely nice man. And uh, I, I don't know, I sent him part of my allowance. Every week or <laughs> Feel guilty for not having subscribed to 750 <laughs> magazines. Uh, let's I see. like the, uh, <laughs> the Dairy Cow Journal, the called sometimes subtitle is Milcom Holstein's on yeah. review. <laughs> I like that one. It's good too. No, Milcom, that's the other one. Uh, Milcom. Uh, oh. yeah. Okay, Jack, how old is Ed that McMahon? Was utterly uh, just awful. Right. Oh, yeah. um, Ed passed away while we were discussing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. He's about a year older than he was. Uh... Anyway, this is, of course, March 6th. He was born March 6th, which is... It will be March 6th soon. It will be. It's almost March 6th now. <laughs> I think we got to get this thing over it because uh, otherwise we got to hold up the ABC News. And you know how testy they get when we do that. <laughs> we call up and say, oh, can you hold your news? We here in Boston, where went your key station? Maybe the only station broadcasting your cockamamie news. <laughs> Could you hold up on it? We're busy. <laughs> and all this time he's been sitting in a mayonnaise jar on Funkin' Wagonel's porch. Since noon today. Since noon today. Um, I will say that he is, uh, 75. 75, okay. Jim, what do you think? He's 73. Jim says 73, and Tony? Hold on, I've got the envelope right here. Let me hold it up to my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a Johnny what's, Carson, which nobody can see what's except the, me. <laughs> what's the answer? Uh, the, the answer is, uh, <laughs> I've got the answer right here. The age of Ed McMahon is 3.45 points. Someone was supposed to say, the age of Ed McMahon. You know how he used to do oh, that? Yeah, right. no, 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 Help me out, Jack. Help me out here. You'd say uh, 75, and then, and then you'd say the age of Ed McMahon after you open the envelope? No, I'm, that, that's what's in here. Oh, that's okay. the question. The age of Ed McMahon. The age 
of Ed McMahon. May the fleas of a thousand camels infest your armpits. <laughs> a thousand... <laughs> May a thousand ballpoint pens be shoved up your nose. <laughs> okay, here we go. And may we all be healthy and well and all together again next year at your bar mitzvah. What is 74? Oh. 74, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay, Ed Ed and Melrose. What do you hold himself right off the uh, Ed McMahon, how old do you think he'll be? Local boy be good. I'd say about 76. 76. That's the spirit. Jeez. Oh, uh, Kevin, what do you uh, say? Uh, uh, <laughs> I got my feet on the ground. I'm reaching for the stars. And I'm pulling out. How is it? 73. 73. Okay. Oh, very Wait good. a second. That's the other guy. Val, what do you think? No, it I isn't. think 80. Is it? Keep your feet on the ground. 80, Val? Yeah, that's oh, that, that, that's Casey Kasel. <laughs> yeah, there's another there's another no talent guy, and you wonder what keeps him going. His he just signed up his ninth. <laughs> see, see oh, what I mean, <laughs> Casey Kasel. Oh. He just signed up his nine thousand station with yeah. that uh, with that top uh, music top thing, 40. which we used yeah, to carry here at BZ. Yeah, Are you glad we got rid of that general manager who decided <laughs> he was going to carry that? <laughs> I you know, he's probably head of Westinghouse. Now, my <laughs> earliest memories are driving on a Sunday afternoon up the expressway towards the South Station Tunnel and thinking, why doesn't he just get on with the story? <laughs> yeah. All because we have a lovely letter from a man in the Punjab who wants to say hello to his girl in India. Here's a man uh, who just went to Pakistan and is now enrolled at the University of Japan, where she's taking some local courses from uh, David Brudnoy there. And uh, she loves the song by Mia Bistu Shane. And here she is. What's that? Wasn't he the voice of Scooby Doo? He's Shaggy. Shaggy. Oh, Shaggy. Yeah. Was he? Hey, Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> Was he Shaggy? Yeah, here we, we better get out of here, Scooby. Hey, we better get out with this uh, Russ, because uh, we, we really are running out of time. Oh, I, I don't know say. why. <laughs> what else are they going to do after we're gone? Put on a bunch of news things. What the heck? Russ, what do you think? How old I'll is he? 72. 72 oh. is exactly right. Oh, oh wow. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Score. Jim, Jim Farley still leads with three, but we have Ed. Oh, I have nothing. Tony, you'll have, have a lot. Yeah, we have Ed and Tony have, and uh, Russ who have two apiece. Yeah. And uh, and Jack who has one. Let's go to uh, one more. Tom Arnold. Just one more. Yeah, we have time for just oh. one more. Tom oh. Arnold. Tom Arnold. Oh, Let me tell you something. Like, time. Star of the Jackie Thomas show. A former Jackie Thomas show. Former husband. She's a lot of former stuff. <laughs> former husband of Roseanne Barr. Mm. Or whatever her name is now. Phil, he was in True Lies. He's also... He was also, also got some great reviews. For, was that for True, True Lies? Lies? True yep. Lies, yeah. People said he was really... I didn't see you that. You never saw that? No, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Very, very good. Very good. Very entertaining. Very, very funny. Was it good? Yeah. Yep. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. You should just see it for her. Oh, and I, I like Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. I do, yes. Okay, let's start with you, Russ. In fact, she got a Golden Globe for that. Did yeah. She? For Best Supporting Actress. She's very good at that. Uh, uh, Tom Arnold, what do you think? Tom Arnold. Yeah. 39. Uh, 39, you know, 30, and what do you think, uh, you, Val, you say, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Are you okay, Norm? It kind of deteriorated into nothingness, didn't it? Yeah, I'm okay, Val, thank you very much. <laughs> Can I put my head on your shoulder just till I feel better? If you don't mind me throwing up a hold on your shawl. <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a sex symbol line, huh? Anyway, we better get moving. Cause okay, we're... okay. 46. 46. I'm the one doing all the talking, and I'm the one saying, let's move along. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? 40. 40. Okay. And Ed? 43. And uh, Tony? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with 39 also. Uh, you're going to go with 39 also. Yeah. And Jim? 44. And what do you think, Jack? I didn't know Lionel Barrymore did that bit, too. Um, <laughs> I think she's engaged to Lionel Barrymore. <laughs> 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 
Lionel Barrymore sleeping. <laughs> Sounds more like Larry Barrymore or some kind of a stomach disorder. Simon's. Why don't you pass for the Pepto Bismol? George Bailey. <laughs> you call me. Frustrated old man George Bailey, you come here crawling on your hand. We missed that. The only one. NBC had the exclusive rights to it. It's a wonderful <clears throat> yeah. life last year. Just well, once. I yeah. have the tape at home. So next next Christmas, everybody at my house. <laughs> okay. No, hey, we should, we anyway, we should play the audio version on the air one year. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? I, I have a script at home. We can reenact it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a whole book with the, you know, the, the making of. It's a wonderful oh, life, and they had the script and the whole thing. Yeah, I can't think anymore, George. It hurts. <laughs> Jack, uh, well, we're running out of time, George. I see, he's thirty-seven. <laughs> thirty-seven. <laughs> you are the closest with thirty-seven. He's thirty-six. Oh, oh my God. okay. So uh, Jim, actually, Jim Farley, uh, Farley rather. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Farley is actually the winner uh, since he gets three. But you all did very, very well. I thank you all, Russ. Yeah. And uh, Val and uh, Kevin and Ed, you're all just lovely people. And that goes for you, certainly, Jim. Thank you very much for thank playing the know. game with us. And uh, Tony, thank you very much. Thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, same for you, Jack. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay. Woof. Another classic to file away in the annals of radio broadcasting history. Am I right, people? Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and consider becoming a patron over on Patreon. Tune in next week for more dumb birthday game foolishness. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For the WBZ Prize Closet, the Woodsman Weather Stick, the lovely Catherine O'Hara, old-time radio, news, and program directors. How do they do it? Appeasement and aggravation. Drive-in proposals during the snack break. Chuckle mints. The letter Y. Marching forth. Being in the mix to win one billion two hundred and seventy trillion zillion dollars. Reining in the horse jokes. <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse. Architectural Digest. Better Homes and Gardens. Smithsonian Monthly. Left Tire Weekly. The Guide to TV Guides. The Dairy Cow Journal. Karnak. The Punjab. George Burns, Fred Allen, Arthur Godfrey, Jack Benny, Casey Kasem, Lionel Barrymore, Lisa Gibbons, Ken Newman, Gordon Elliott, He Never Calls or Writes, Emilio Morata, Leslie Uggams, Diana Trask, Mitch Miller, Martha Quinn, Downtown Julie Brown, The Other Julie Brown, Nina Blackwood, Kennedy, the host of the tire-changing talk show, Jack, which was canceled due to flat ratings, Jack Hart, and the man who, if you've learned anything from this show, it's to leave the comedy to real professional wits. Norm Nathan, I'm... Uh, wait, let me uh, stand up so as to not talk over my head. I'm Tony Nesbitt.